Welcome to the NRSNG.com podcast, the podcast created by nurses for nurses. Are you ready to take your learning to the next level? Sit back and crank up the volume. Here's your host, John Haas. Before we get started with today's podcast, I want to let you guys know about MedMaster Course. That's MedMasterCourse.com. MedMasterCourse.com is our complete pharmacology course designed specifically to help nursing students and new nurses understand and demolish nursing pharmacology. Within MedMaster Course, you get every single podcast episode ever recorded. You also get eight plus hours of high definition videos explaining the most common medication classes in high detail. You also get tons of freebies and handouts. Uh, This is the course you need. We also go over math for meds. We cover the 12 tips to answering any pharmacology question. We basically give you the tools you need to completely demolish nursing pharmacology. So head over to medmastercourse.com and check that out. And we'll see you on the inside. Okay, so there are some medications that uh, we do give in the hospital and, and can be new medications for patients or patients for just while they're in the hospital. And, and some of these medications are medications that are available over the counter that the patient may have already been taking at home or, uh, or they've heard of or they've used at some point throughout their life. One of these medication, medications is ranetidine. Now, ranetidine's trade name is Zantac. Now, again, Zantac is obviously available over the counter, um, and a lot of patients will take it for GERD or heartburn, and they can just go to their local pharmacy or local Walmart, whatever, pick it up. So not a new medication for patients, but there are some things that we need to keep in mind with uh, ranetidine. So first of all, whenever you see that D-I-N-E, that DEAN suffix, you need to be thinking automatically about uh, H2 receptor antagonist. So these are histamine 2 uh, receptor antagonists. So by, by antagonizing that H2 receptor, what we're hoping to do is we're going to inhibit the action of histamine on the gastric parietal cells and this is going to decrease gastric acid secretion. Now, of course, if we have increased gastric acid secretion, what's going to happen if, if we have too much of that is it can lead to the ulcers in the stomach and it can lead to the heartburn. So by antagonizing that and stopping that, we're hoping to um, stop the heartburn, stop the um, duodenal ulcers and the GERD, etc. So what are some things to keep in mind with this? Well, we've already kind of talked about what it is. So therapeutic class anti-ulcer. Uh, pharmacologic class is histamine 2 antagonist. So some of the things to keep in mind. Well, first of all, it can cause arrhythmias. It can also cause agranulocytosis, aplastic anemia, and confusion. Now, you need to assess for abdominal pain. Like we said, one of the things it can lead to as well is, um, well, one of the things it's given for is GI bleed. So what we can do with these patients, we're going to want to monitor for blood in the stool. And the best way to do that is really going to look for like kind of black tarry stools. Um, this is known as melana. And uh, these black tarry, really stinky, stinky stool um, is going to happen with GI bleed patients. And let me tell you, you will never forget the first time you smell a GI bleed. Um, and eventually you'll get to the point where you'll walk in a room, well, hope, uh, most likely after the first time you smell it, you'll be able to walk in a room, smell it, and say, this patient has GI bleed. Lo and behold, turn the patient over and they're bleeding. Um, 
It's just incredibly stinky and you will always remember it. So from the smell alone, you should be able to monitor GI or detect GI bleeding. You can also run an occult stool test where you can kind of take a sample of the stool and they can find uh, blood in there. Um, so you'll monitor CBC as well. But again, really with renetidine, um, that it can cause arrhythmias. So really kind of keep an eye open for that. Monitor your patient's uh, heart rate and rhythm. Um, and then monitor for any, any signs of, of confusion or anything. Now, remember, with every medication, we, we need to use the nursing process, the ADPI. Assess, diagnose, plan, implement, evaluate. So the reason we're giving the medication is for ulcers or GERD or heartburn or whatever. Um, and the first thing we need to do after we give the medication is we need to come back and assess that it's improving. If we're not seeing any improvement with the medication, then our plan of action needs to be adjusted and we need to kind of investigate, you know, what's going on there. All right. So make sure you're always following the nursing process. It's a, I know it's annoying to learn. It's annoying to talk about in school, but it's important to understand and just have it become, boom, second nature in your nursing practice. And that's important with pharmacology as well. All right, guys, that's really it for today. If you have any questions, be sure to ask me um, and happy nursing. All right, thanks for checking out the show today uh, and for supporting NRSNG.com. Head over to MedMasterCourse.com and check out our pharmacology course designed to help you demolish nursing pharmacology. Head over there, check it out, and we'll see you on the inside. Thank you for listening to the NRSNG.com podcast. Visit us at NRSNG.com for disclaimer information and to keep the learning going.